In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Jesus, we thank you on this great Sunday for the mercy and the love that you have for us and for bringing us into this church to worship you. I ask you, Lord, that you would set our hearts on fire with your love and your joy and help us to praise you in this Mass like we never have before. Help us to encounter you in a new way and to walk away from our home, this church, in a renewed sense of your love and your mercy towards us. I ask this to our Blessed Mother and St. Joseph. May Almighty God bless you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. We meet two people in the Gospel this Sunday, and we see the Pharisee and the sinful woman. Now the Pharisee is inviting Jesus into his home to come and to have a meal. And in the time of, of Israel, in this old ancient time, it was very common that people would invite a teacher or a prophet into their home. And when they would invite someone into their home, they would leave the door of their house open so that anyone who wanted could come and hear the prophet or the teacher speak. And so that's why when Jesus is invited into this home of this Pharisee, Simon, we see this sinful woman walks into his house and she sits and listens. What I think the Lord wants us to really grasp from this is how we all need to grow in greater reverence and love for God. Reverence means to have a deep respect for something or for someone. And I think that we need to grow in that towards God. Because that's what this sinful woman teaches us. Jesus walks into this home of this Pharisee, and he's not greeted. He's not given a kiss. His feet are not washed. He's not anointed with oil. These things were very common for someone who was a teacher, for someone who was a prophet. When they would walk into your home, you would treat them with honor. And so Jesus walks into this home and Simon the Pharisee doesn't do any of these things. But then, this sinful woman comes. She comes and not only does she wash his feet, but she wipes the feet of Jesus with the tears, with her hair. She anoints his head with oil. She worships him. She gives him this reverence that Simon could never give. We need to grow in this reverence, uh, especially today, especially in our church. We need to recognize that every time we come to church, who am I going to see? When I go to church, who am I going to be in front of? And I think sometimes we can lose that sense of how reverent we need to be in front of God, in front of Jesus Christ. You know, Simon just looks at Jesus as a guest. He's just there to eat some food, to speak, to talk, to preach, and that's it. But the sinful woman sees so much more in Jesus. She looks at Jesus and she sees more than just some teacher or some prophet. She sees Jesus as her Lord, her Savior, the one who is going to forgive her sins. How much more do we need that reverence in our lives? I think the reason why so many of us lack that reverence for God is because we've really forgotten who He is. We lose this wonder and this awe for God. And when I lose that wonder and awe for God, I'm not going to be reverent towards Him. I'm not going to respect Him. 
And what am I talking about, about this reverence? Reverence is really about how we act, how we speak, how we dress. These things build up reverence or not. Especially in summer, right? The weather gets warmer and more skin starts to show. It's very normal. But that shouldn't happen at church. That's not reverent towards God. And when we hear about clothing or modesty, sometimes we think it's just for the woman. But today, men are wearing tighter pants than women, okay? And so modesty isn't just for women, it's for men. We need to learn that when we come to church, being reverent is the way I dress. It is the way I act. It is the way I speak. When I leave the parking lot and I'm annoyed because, you know, the line is long to get out and I start cussing people out and I start beeping my horn, that is not reverence. Just because I leave the church, it doesn't mean that God is here and He's not there. I need to have this reverence for God constantly. But that's not going to happen until I'm in awe of God. Until I look at God and I'm just in wonder and awe of who He is. I remember the first time that I came to St. George, just a young kid, and I remember the very first time I stared at this cross. And I was just amazed at this cross and how huge this cross is and how beautiful this cross is. And I'll never forget the first time that I celebrated Mass here as a priest when I was first assigned here. I looked at the cross and I told God, never let me get used to this. Every time I look at this cross, every time I celebrate Mass here, I never want to just get used to this cross. This is the temptation we fall into our lives. We just get used to things. Things just become mundane. Things just become, you know, moving with the motions. They just become a habit. And when I live like that, there's no more wonder, there's no more awe, there's no more greatness in my relationship with God. In the last three years that I've been here, I've never lost that awe for what God is doing right here what he's doing at this altar. I was at a chapel uh, last week, and I was sitting in this chapel, and it was just a Eucharistic chapel, so I was sitting with Jesus, and this family walks in, and this little kid comes in, and he walks into the chapel, and immediately as he walks into this chapel, he just says, Wow! He was like just so amazed at the chapel. He was so amazed of what it looked like. And I wonder, do we think the same? When I walk into a church, when I come into God's presence, am I amazed like this little kid? Or does it just become another place? Just another room? Just four walls? I really loved hearing that kid do that because it reminded me of how I constantly need to be in wonder and awe of God. And when I am that way, I will give God greater respect. I will give God greater reverence. I was in line waiting to get into St. Peter's Basilica. I want to compare this kid to this girl. I was standing in line waiting in to get into St. Peter's in Italy. And the line was really long, 
probably took us like 45 minutes to get in. In front of me was a girl, and the amount of selfies this girl took, I could not believe. Okay? I didn't even know that duck face was still a thing, but it's still a thing, I guess. She kept taking picture, selfie after selfie, selfie after selfie. And I just wanted to look at her and say, do you even know who you're about to see? Do you even know whose presence you're about to be in? Do you even know the church that you're about to enter? The saints that have walked these grounds? The popes that have talked here? The saints that have preached here? Do you even know? And that's the same question I want to ask all of us. Do we know who we are coming to see every single Sunday? Do we recognize whose presence we are about to be in front of? Or do we just stroll in late? Or find the back seat to get out early? God wants us to be in constant wonder and awe of what He's doing for us. You know, every time I come to Mass, it's not that I should just leave with this great feeling. Because Mass is a sacrifice. And I don't think any sacrifice felt good. Think about Jesus on the cross. He didn't feel good being on the cross. And so every time I come to Mass, I don't have to feel good. But I do need to give this great reverence and this great love towards God, towards Jesus. So what I want us to pray for today is the grace to change the way that we act, to change the way that we speak, to change even the way that we dress. So that when I come to this church, this isn't just four walls, some windows and some doors, but this is literally God's house, a place where I'm coming to meet Him, a place where I'm coming to encounter Him, to experience Him. And pray for the grace to never lose your wonder and your awe for God so that you can always give Him that great love and reverence. Amen. Amen.